Welcome to 7 Minutes in NYC, your seven-day-a-week NYC capsule cast where the coolest New Yorkers give you the real deal about the city that never sleeps in less time than it takes to butter your bagel. Hosted by Alex Mito of Superfine Art Fair. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to 7 Minutes in New York City. My name is Alex Mito, and I'm here today with none other than Pascal Da Silva. Pascal Da Silva is a computer arts researcher and developer. Welcome to the show, Pascal. Hey, thanks for having me. It's such a pleasure. So for our listeners out there to get to know you and the city a little better, tell us what is your favorite corner in New York City and why? Oh, man, I, I think I'm a simp for uh, Spring and Mulberry Street Ooh, in Soho. Yeah. Uh, I think it's beautiful. People are beautiful. It's chill. There's not a ton of cars. There's a lot of vibrant uh, foot traffic passing through. Mm-hmm. And it's close to all the best neighborhoods, I think. I love it. What's on that corner? Like, I can visualize it, but like, what are the businesses on that corner? I'm trying to think. Uh, there's a bar that's like, I think it's Spring Lounge. Yes, might be that's out there. a cool dive bar that's been there forever. Yep, yep, yep. 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 It's a classic. And then there's this Australian restaurant called Ruby's. Yep. Uh, okay. Which has been expanding a bit. Um, they've been there for at least a decade. So I've just just always been fond of that corner. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. So, Pascal, you were the founder of Crumpy, Femera, Thinko Animation Studio, and a lot of other awesome computer arts projects. What is computer arts and what is the coolest thing about it for you? Computer arts. I mean, it's a pretty broad field, but I think generally I would describe it as getting computers to make art or using computers to make art. And uh, I think the most amazing thing about it is that with uh, computer art, the only real limit is your imagination. Software can do a lot to amplify an artist, and there are endless ways to leverage digital media. And because it's so accessible, the economics allow very small teams or even individuals to pull off feats, which would typically require massive budgets and resources. So I think really some of the best media that is produced today in 2021 and beyond is made by like bedroom type producers and, uh, you know, messing around with iPhones and and the sort of equipment that's available to them today. Very cool. So it's kind of democratizing the industry. So you can kind of jump in and do something from your home that has high impact all over the world. Absolutely. Yeah. You, uh, you don't have to worry about the costs of, uh, equipment so much if it's just all based in the virtual software universe. Super cool. Could you tell us about a recent collaborative project that you're proud of? Oh, there's a lot of them, but one of my favorite ones was a piece of technology built at my animation studio called Mr. Puppet. And Mr. Puppet is sort of like the modern version of uh, like sort of a Jim Henson way to articulate characters. Jim Henson and his artists uh, use old school puppets, which they drape over their hands. And uh, in the regular animation process, such a time consuming process, having to lay down keyframes and articulate the characters, you know, with a mouse and a keyboard. So we built a hardware glove, like a motion control system where you could put your hand inside a virtual character and perform them like you're performing the Muppets. That's awesome. So you basically can do Muppets virtually. Yeah, we made a number of shows uh, using that technology. That's super cool. And is that available for people to experience or see somehow, somewhere, or is it finished? 
Um, it's sort of been on the shelf for a little bit, but I'm thinking about open sourcing the software and the hardware in the near future. Very cool. So guys, we're going to be right back to hear more from Pascal, but first a quick message from our amazing sponsors. The standard Highline in Manhattan's meatpacking district offers ultra sleek guest rooms and suites and Florida ceiling windows with panoramic Hudson River or New York City views across all accommodations. Crowned the epicenter of cultural happenings, the iconic destination is home to several distinct venues that suit every taste and occasion, including the standard grill, the standard beer garden, Labane, and my favorite, the rooftop, as well as an outdoor plaza with year-round outdoor dining and seasonal activations. The Standard Highline is currently offering several room packages for tourists and locals looking for a safe, socially distanced getaway or staycation, including Go Big for Bubbles, which includes a deluxe room with a bathtub and complimentary bottle of Moet Chandon to sip while you soak. The package also includes a $30 credit for drinking and dining around the hotel, perfect for a midweek getaway or staycation to switch up the work from home routine. The Standard Highline is also walking distance to several New York attractions, including Little Island, the Whitney, and Highline Park. Visit standardhotels.com for more info and bookings. And we are back with Pascal Da Silva. So Pascal, I heard that you recently took over a New York City McDonald's. Can you give us that story? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> so a friend of mine a while back had told me there was this amazing thing that happens in uh you know, Japan and Korea with uh, young young folks that are not able to drink. What do they do for fun? They do a lot of things, but one thing they do, which I thought was interesting and funny, was that they would um, do these fry parties. Basically, they go to McDonald's and buy just an absolute boatload of French fries, put them out on a table and just take a bunch of photos. And I was like, man, I've never seen one of these before in the United States. I got to recreate it. So me and a few friends uh, went to a McDonald's. It was just uh, the three of us, and we, I don't know, we spent maybe like fifty to hundred bucks worth of, uh, of of USD on some fries. And uh, believe it or not, you could buy a hell of a lot of French oh, yeah. fries at McDonald's for that much. And uh, we sat up against the the window of this McDonald's uh, off the, I think the first Ave stop, and uh, there's so many fries that the windows started to steam up and people were knocking on the windows. And uh, I was like, man, this is kind of funny. Like people started coming in and they're like, what are you guys doing? We're like, Oh, we're just like three idiots with dispensable income uh, buying fries. And so people started coming in and like tossing, like buying fries and tossing more fries onto the, onto the pile. And uh, I ran across to the bodega across the street, came back with a sheet of cardboard. And I just wrote a little sign that said free fries and I stuck it in the window. And then, there was this like banging party happening oh at McDonald's and uh, it was just, it was so much fun. Such a cheap thrill. What was, and, uh, was this pre COVID or during? This was definitely pre COVID. Okay, okay. Difficult to do in car COVID. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't <laughs> seem like a thing we would be doing right now, but that's really no, cool. Yeah. No, I think, I think once we bounce back again, I, I want to hold another fry party. I think I it's it. like one of the cheapest activations you could possibly do in New York, leveraging corporate America's resources. I love it. And it kind of actually harkens back to something. I don't know if you're familiar with like the club kids in the nineties with like Michael Musto, Michael Alec, like all these kids that would, dress up, you know, the whole nightlife limelight thing. And they would go do these outlaw parties that they would sometimes be under like the Brooklyn bridge or on the high line before it was the high line when it was just like, oh, yeah. but they would also do it in like McDonald's and Burger King. They would bring like 
a couple hundred club kids in a boombox into a McDonald's and basically throw a party there and do exactly what you're saying by like hundreds of, you know, of like quarter pounders and leverage <laughs> corporate America as this like backdrop for these like really creative parties. So it's kind of sounds like what you were doing a little bit but in a cool way. Oh yeah, absolutely. I definitely want to see some more flash mob style parties happen in New York in the future. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the, that'll mark the real resurgence from COVID once we get back to this kind of like crazy New York. I mean, the you know pants off subway ride things like that are really <laughs> really fun, very quintessentially New York too. So, a hundred percent, very cool. So, well, thank you for sharing that with us. And guys, this has been seven minutes in New York City with Pascal De Silva. You can keep up with Pascal on Instagram at Pascal. I have no idea how you got that Instagram handle, but that's amazing. I just followed you. Or at <laughs> P-A-S-Q-L on Twitter, as well as on his website, www.pascal.cool. All of that will be in the show notes as well. Pascal, it has been such a pleasure having you with us today. I know our listeners enjoyed it as well. Looking forward to those next Fry Parties. All right. Thanks for having me. See you around. You're welcome. Have a great day. Take care. Everybody else, have an awesome day in the city that never sleeps. We've also enjoyed being here with you today. Listen in every day, seven days a week for more of our conversations with the movers, shakers, and culture makers of the city that never sleeps. Follow us on Instagram at 7MinutesNYC and be sure to post or story anytime you're listening. You can find us online at 7MinutesIn.NYC or 7MinutesNYC.com. We highly encourage you to get on our mailing list for all kinds of fun New York offers. We also send out the weekly schedule of guests every Sunday so that can help as well. If you're enjoying the show, we'd also appreciate it if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on your preferred listening platform. That helps other listeners just like you find 7 Minutes in NYC and enjoy our guests' amazing stories. Until next time, New Yorkers and Globetrotters, get out there and make today count.